0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Nightmare Paradox Podcast. I'm Michael.
1: And I'm Phil.
0: And uh, we're on the phone again because life is crazy.
1: Yeah, we're trying not to make this a habit, guys, because we understand it drops quality down for all of you.
0: We were actually talking about it last week. We're like, we're not going to do that twice in a row. And I was like, hey, do you want to do that again?
1: It was either that or no episode and we chose phone episode.
0: Yeah, it's better than nothing. Eventually we'll get like a some kind of second setup that's not like breaks the bank or anything. Or if you guys have any ideas, let us know. But we'll be able to like record in two locations sometimes. It'd be kinda nice. Yeah. But you had some news you wanted to mention, like some current news?
1: Oh yeah. So literally while me and Mike were meeting and talking earlier like 10 minutes ago yep. about this episode and just kind of opening our minds up, having our little brainstorm session right before we get started. Like we do. I got a text from one of my buddies.
2: What? All right. So
0: for some reason, Philip just hung up on me, but you were saying um, you All heard right, from one of your buddies. Up. What? Uh, I didn't hang up. Something happened. Something happened. It just said
1: call failed. I don't know what's going on. I got full signal. It's
0: you, homie. That's probably me. But anyways, you were saying um, your friend...
1: Oh, yeah. My buddy just texted me and said that um, Ozzy Osbourne has canceled all of his tours for 2020. And that is sad because me and Jacoby had planned on going and seeing him for our fourth anniversary. Yeah. He is playing on our anniversary and we were gonna go but that would have been um, amazing positive vibes to him and the rest of the osborne family because he's been diagnosed with parkinson's and he's like not doing so good he's in pretty poor health from what i understand so positive vibes their way
0: absolutely and speaking of, like, diagnosis and stuff like that, I want to send some more positive vibes to the Hensley family. Everybody met Chelsea, what was it, two or three episodes ago? On our last shoot to shit? Yeah. Um, her mother-in-law, Tracy Hensley, is, has been diagnosed with leukemia and is going through chemo and all this crazy stuff right now. So if you guys would donate, it would be wonderful. She has a GoFundMe. We'll post all the links in our social media and stuff. But I just wanted to... Shout that yeah, out Yeah, you've already seen that link
1: if you're on our
0: Facebook group. Yes, absolutely. And hopefully some of you have donated. Hopefully all of you. That'd be wonderful. But um, just we all know Chelsea's a wonderful, close family friend. So just if we want to reach that out there, shout that out again. Just like, please go donate. They need all the help they can get. Medical bills are expensive. All right. I just wanted to give that a little shout out. Give At that a little
1: At on them. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Absolutely. We'll find that link. Yeah. We'll have all uh, those links
0: posted. Please, please, please go help. It'd be so good. Um, but anyways, on to a little darker material. Um, Dude, what are we talking about this week? Okay. So we are going to discuss the exorcism of Annalise Michelle. Which the is exorcism actually...
1: Exorcism Emily
0: Rose. Yes, exactly. That's the movie that it's based on. So if you've seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and there were many Exorcism movies actually made, but there was like a whole craze during one time, but specifically The Exorcism of Emily Rose, I feel like that's the one most people have heard of and have seen or not seen. I haven't seen it in years. Philip saw it last night. Um, uh, yeah, like two nights ago. Or a couple nights ago, okay. But... Um, and that's all the research I did. Nice. Very good. It's all on my shoulders. Yep. We'll do our best. All I know
1: about this whole episode is I watched a movie where Hollywood has changed so much of it, they couldn't even use her original name.
0: Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. And you know her mom solid, never, solid research. her mom never wanted to see the movie. They actually interviewed her mom years later and she said she wanted nothing to do with the movie and she didn't want to see it. She didn't want to hear anything about it. I thought that was kind of interesting, which as we get into the story, you might understand why.
1: (laughs) Spoiler alert for that movie right quick. It's an older movie. so Yeah, it was like 2003
0: or 2005. But if you've
1: never seen it, we're going to ruin the plot. I'm just telling you now. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Okay, I'm pretty sure the movie is
0: nearly 20 years old. I don't think people care.
1: (laughs) Bro, it didn't even hardly feel like watching a horror movie. It felt like I was watching like Law and Order or something, but about really? a paranormal case. Yeah, the whole movie seems like it's mostly just like a court case, and like it'll have moments that scary because you know when somebody's on the stand recounting a tale, it'll do like a flashback, and that's when you actually get like all the
0: scary imagery. Uh, okay, I need to watch but that like, again. It's been a long time.
1: The rest of it's just like it's like a, it's like watching Law and Order. Yeah, honestly, I thought it was kind of boring.
0: Fair enough. Well, I mean, they didn't even properly cover the case of based on what happened in real life, which we'll get into. That's the interesting part, because well, I believe only... That's what you got to teach me today. Only today. the priest got charged in the movie. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Okay. He was
0: found guilty in the movie. That is not correct in the real story. So let's dive into it. So, But check this out. Okay. He was found okay. guilty, but
1: the judge, I guess, like didn't think that he was a bad dude or whatever. So he was found guilty but sentenced to time served, like the time that he served in jail during the trial. Like they set him free that day.
0: Oh, so he never, when when he got sentenced, he never went back. In the movie, when he got sentenced, he never actually went back to jail, is what you're saying? Yes, correct. Damn, that's hardcore. Well, I feel like what happened in real life is not up to par either. I don't know. We'll get to it. So on September 21st, 1952, Anna-Elise Michelle was born in Bavaria, Western... Emily Germany. Rose. Emily Rose, yes, exactly. Anna, Anna Elizabeth Michelle was her birth name, but she was known as Annalise Michelle. Michelle. Um, I know her as Emily Rose. Everybody does. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> knows her from the exorcism, which another interesting fact that I thought was kind of interesting, like em- or elise Michelle was the first person... In a Catholic exorcism to ever die,
1: really? Yes,
0: yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, but when she was uh, the, actually when the she the first one that was ever recorded, anyway, probably yes, exactly that. Because um, who knows how long they were shady. how long they were going on and what reporting was like? Because this was supposed to this exorcism was supposed to be done in secret. And it wasn't one exorcism. She had like sixty-seven exorcisms over the my god over the like course of a year. Which, if you calculate it out, there's only fifty-two weeks in a year. That means she was having multiple on some weeks multiple exorcism a week.
1: Okay, so everybody understands mine and Michael's angle. The general gist of this case of our episode is these the church was going to exercise demons out of this girl, but she actually had like things that needed medical attention.
2: Yes. And
1: as a result, because they pushed religion over medicine as a result, this girl died. Yes. So the story is crazy. It is just
0: wild. When she was just 16 years old, she was actually diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy. So, in the very beginning of her story, like they had her in psychiatric hospitals. They had her treated with medications and stuff like this. So she took the medications for five years and she started to get sick of them. And I don't know if. Like physically? Like she was getting physically ill? I think she was getting ir- more irritated by them
1: than Fair anything enough.
0: because they were always changing. There were like, and all those medications, especially probably during that time, they probably had so many like different side effects that were just insane. Like, think about the side effects that Uh, you hear now.
1: They actually address that in the movie. Do you know what
0: medicine it was that she was on? I do, but I I don't have it all written down. That's one thing I kind of skipped because it it went over my head. uh, Gambitrol? Do you have any idea what it is?
1: I don't know. All I remember is, I mean, it's like an antipsychotic, I think.
0: Okay, yeah, they had her on several different antipsychotics over time. Um, And any medical people out there listening, correct me. You're not going to hurt my feelings. But I want to... Oh, sorry, go
1: ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I just remember that when they were talking about, and they were asking her why she quit taking her medicine, and she was just saying things that if she took the medicine then it made the demon stay in her permanently, and there was no way to cast them out. And it turns out that's something that the preacher had told her.
0: Oh. But that's in the movie. Like well, the I mean, preacher that's, told her, If that's you take that
1: medicine we're not gonna be able to get these demons out of you
0: Yeah, and that's I mean that's kinda the impression that you're given near like by the end of the story, it's like You'll see over time. So, but I, first, I kind of wanted to dive into like what temporal lobe epilepsy actually is. So, these yeah, what I'm about, about, about to read here are not symptoms that she specifically showed. These are just symptoms and different things about temporal lobe epilepsy. So we can kind of kind of get an idea of what she was dealing with around that time because she was having seizures and all kinds of other She's things. Also
1: psychotic as well, correct?
0: That, that came later actually um she she developed schizophrenia later down the line so but first she is she has a seizure she has a few seizures before she's officially diagnosed i believe but like they diagnose her with temporal lobe epilepsy and it's a chronic disorder of the nervous systems characterized by recurring seizures they originate in the temporal lobe who would have guessed um it's the most common condition to have are focal seizures. So focal seizure symptoms include like muscle contractions followed by a rela like a really relaxed state. So like you tense up and then you relax, tense up, relax, and then so like, by every stretch of the imagination could these type of contractions
1: could make you flail about
0: in the bed. Absolutely. Basically. Well, wait till you hear some of these other ones because you'll really get an understanding of where they got the possession thing from, like or the demon, whatever. So there okay. are, you could do, you have, you might have contractions on one side of the body. You might have unusual head and eye movements, which could definitely explain a lot of weird things. Um, yeah. Now,
1: would, if you didn't understand, that's really creepy. Yeah. Like even now, if I walk up on somebody, I didn't know they were having a seizure. I'm like, what the fuck is that
0: dude doing? Well, yeah. I mean, I've, I've actually witnessed, I've witnessed one person having a seizure. Um, and it was like a friend of a friend back in the day and it was it was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Like, I mean, it's cause you're powerless. You just have to make sure that person is safe and like, right.
1: But I mean, if you did not understand seizures and epilepsy and you saw that, would it did not kind of freak you out? It would, would be
0: it? terrifying. Yeah. Especially a big, especially yeah. coming from like such a strong religious background. That's, yes. and I think that's, that's one thing that drove their family. Like they were very, very like devout religious Catholics. But anyway there's still I mean there's still more I've only gotten halfway down it's there's numbness tingling or a feeling that something is crawling on your skin there's abdominal Heartbeat. pain rapid heart rate or pulse auto what's called automatisms which I thought was interesting it's repetitive movements like i like for example picking at your clothes your skin staring lip smacking weird chewing or swallowing and it's like obsessive movements of those i believe kind of almost almost like somebody who's recovering from drugs in a way where they're like they just can't, they're having like these weird motions where they can't say still. Like Like, I don't, I don't know if it's like to ter- maybe, I don't know, honestly. I'd have to do more research yeah. on that one. So, automatisms. If anybody knows any more about automatisms, let, let us know. It'd be kind of interesting. And then there is sweating, nausea, flushed face, dilated pupils, um, vision change, hallucinations, oh, mood that changes. the big thing
1: about exorcism too dilated pupils. Well, wait,
0: dilated pupils, vision change, hallucinations, mood changes, and blackouts. So, all of those things fall under focal seizures, which fall under temporal lobe epilepsy. So, it's like you said, it's easy to kind of see. Where their thoughts came from, especially coming if you from were like,
1: looking at it through the lens of religion,
0: yes, through a heavy lens of religion, like very, 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 relig- like devoutly Catholic, right? Um, no disrespect to any of our Catholic listeners. No, no, no. This has or nothing just, This has nothing just to the do facts with
1: facts of this specific case.
0: Absolutely. This was this was a different time. This was a very specific case. This these pastors these are these priests and this bishop like they don't represent all of catholicism at Absolutely. all or they'd be the pope i mean so. and like
1: the way i mean i don't i haven't done the research but the way they portray the guy who performed the exorcism in the movie is he wasn't a bad guy like he was just trying to do what he felt passionately about yeah. that was the right thing
0: and i wonder like, so I'm, like
1: yeah no no disrespect to anyone's beliefs by any stretch of the imagination where you're literally that is this case and these individuals involved with this case. Yeah, absolutely. Not the organizations they are associated with.
0: Um, so, I mean, that's, that kind of at least describes the temporal lobe epilepsy. So you kind of get an understanding of, like, some of the symptoms that she started with. Um, so then after, after being diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy she is diagnosed with depression and then is treated at a psychiatric hospital which i even wrote on my thing as like this seems like a good thing in light of all the things to come <laughs> like her being yeah. her being admitted to a psychiatric hospital shows that they at least had the knowledge and wherewithal yeah, to be able to want to handle that back it
1: back in the days is that not back in the days when
0: at psychiatric hospitals they used to do like electroshock therapy? And stuff? Most likely, I I would have to do more research on that one. But that, that's that's actually an interesting saying, that's, that's that's an interesting I mean, point. It, though. That sounds it's pretty like, medieval to me. Yeah, going to a 1950s psychiatric care, yeah, it would probably not be great. Pretty probably, I,
1: I could just. I mean, I'm not in the medical field, but I would just assume that it is. Pretty medieval and archaic compared to what we have nowadays.
0: Yeah, I can I can only imagine. <laughs> um. But, so by the by the time she turned twenty, Anna or Annalise, excuse me, Annalise, started showing aversions to religious objects and also began hearing voices. So this is when schizophrenia comes into play. Okay. And a lot of the things that she was dealing with. I don't think they properly knew how to take care of back then, if that makes sense. So it's like schizophrenia and other things that could have been maintained with modern day medicine and modern day treatment and all that stuff. It basically just got thrown out the window and they were like demonic possession. That's it.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I come from a background of faith.
0: I mean, you know that
1: yeah. my brother, Yeah, I mean, but did what is previously she actually was demon possessed.
0: You're asking what the is, wrong person because you don't believe demon possession is even difficult. To. I don't, I mean, I don't personally, I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in God, demons, devil, anything. So I mean, that's, but that's a very personal decision. So it's like,
1: yeah, no, I don't, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm the wrong person to try to speak for something. I'm like just that because, your brain here because I think, okay, let me say this. Let me, let me,
1: let me change it around. Cause I think people, like re- religious folks, if you will, kind of look at this sort of thing so through the lens of faith and religion. But what if, with the exception of like mental illness, and I don't want to take away from that because all that stuff is very real. And I absolutely think that is the case in this case. Right. But man. We are a conspiracy theory podcast, so I can go out there right now. Go it. go it. Go go it. Go for it. So what if what we as humanity look at through the lens of religion as like angels and demons and things of the sort? Mm-hmm. What if that is just multi dimension beings? Like Ooh. beings of a higher intelligence that can interact and that do channel their energy through uh humans? Because we I can only assume are the most spiritually or consciously aware beings on the planet Earth. Yeah. I mean, so maybe we like, are. Like, maybe not demonic possession from the lens of religion, like what you immediately thought. But what if she was legitimately... I don't know, man.
2: No, what if like, honestly, her mental
1: illness has actually opened her up to something from another dimension? Because... There's no denying that those other dimensions are out there. I yeah, think I would sure agree with
0: that, but I don't think they would attach themselves to a 20-year-old girl. But then another interesting fact that I remember reading, I didn't even write this down, but apparently there was another film, like the original Exorcism was done in like the 60s, or I can't remember exactly what year. It was like 60s, 70s, 60s or 70s. Yeah. Um, or I think she died in like mid-60s, so I would say it's like maybe 50s or 60s. So the original Exorcism came out and it was like a big hit around this time, all this stuff. And if you guys can look this up, we I we might link some stuff, but I'm gonna kinda, kinda like actually no, we won't there are certain things we won't link. Like the, you can go look up Annalise Michelle, look up her exorcism, you can hear all the recordings from her exorcism and she is oh, yeah. a scary motherfucker. <laughs> it's uh, she's real scary <laughs> she's like doing all these deep crazy voices and like talking in this demonic voice but apparently
1: yeah what if she's channeling other voices well,
0: from another dimension well, well, shut the fuck up Melissa um, <laughs> I don't think I think so the exorcism came out around this time and apparently in that original exorcism movie the person getting the exorcism I've never seen it myself is doing a voice very similar to what she's doing so people are saying that maybe she was taking it to another level and, like, imitating what she saw in the movies because it was, like, a craze around, those, around that time if she happened to see that movie. I mean, that's just a theory. I don't know how much validity is in that. I only saw that in one place. So, like... That'd be the best movie for them to show all their patients at the psych ward, Dude, right? <laughs> maybe that's what she saw. <laughs> but, I mean, it's the 50s. It's got to be harder to come around movies. You got to go somewhere to actually watch a movie and all that stuff. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know technology and time. Um. <laughs> but uh, as she began hearing all the voices and stuff like that, her condition worsened despite all the medication she had been taking at the time. So like she was taking like I said, I didn't write down the exact medications, but she she had been through several medications over the course of five years to the point, like I said, she was getting frustrated. I think frustrated with the change of medications, with having to take the medications. They probably made her sick and who knows what else at the time. Um, She soon became suicidal and started taking medication for that as well. Like, So it ended up getting really, really dark for her. And I'm actually going to take a moment. Poor oh, girl to take a moment here 1-800-273-8255 if you need to talk to somebody call that's all i'm gonna move on 100%. um so I, what i have next is why possession why did people think she was possessed and a lot of it we kind of ran through already when we were talking about the temporal lobe epilepsy some of those symptoms if she had them or had all of them or just even had some of them could be like you said scary to somebody who's doesn't know what the fuck is happening. Bro, I um, bet it was
1: terrifying for
0: Emily Rose. <laughs> so scary for that actress.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, can you imagine living through that? Like that is, it may be psychotic for us, but to her, that is very real. Very, very real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's scary, man. Um, actually for a, to be very vague about this a restaurant i used to work for used to have this customer she can't she would come in by herself and i'm I'm like i'm pretty sure she had schizophrenia or something like it but she would sit there at the bar and argue with herself and like start sh- like to the point where she was almost shouting at herself and it was like it's, yeah and it's like honestly uh, like i it was, I, I was her uh, like when i first saw her like it was scary like it's like is happening what is what is this lady screaming what is, like, what is happening right now and it's like once you see her so many times and you realize what's happening it's no big deal it's like people look at her weird and it's like it's okay she's okay like it's fine over here <laughs> like don't worry yeah. <laughs> but like so I mean I guess I guess my point is I can understand why people would think that was scary in a way like if you don't know anything about it and somebody's coming out of left field and they're like oh these demons and, blah, and it's like what the fuck would you do <laughs> I would uh I mean most people would turn and walk the other way and not want to be any part of it. But it's like, I mean just interesting. But like I said, we she grew up Catholic, extremely religious. That has a lot to do with it, I feel like because it just feeds into a lot of the exorcism and the religion and like the, the things that she followed and believed. Um people right. people in her life like after her high school and she actually went on to college and started college. So people around her described her as withdrawn and very religious. So she was known to be religious. So it's like, she very, very, very much believed in all of this, which makes, so that would
1: amplify her hallucination. Exactly. So when you really,
0: when you you truly believe all this stuff, that's, You're when you start seeing it and you think you you even think you're hearing a demon and you're hearing this voice you can't control, it's like
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, From her perspective, yeah. It's like that's like that is what she believes, man. That's like that is so that you're right, it's so scary for her and like for anybody around them because they really believed it. That makes me
1: want to like prove a point. I want to research every recorded case of exorcisms and see if there's ever been like a person who is an atheist that doesn't believe in
0: the God or the devil. No. Yeah. There's a rational explanation for everything. Honestly, especially we're in 2020. Come on. There's a medical or some rational explanation for everything. Even if we haven't figured it out yet, there's an explanation. I think it's as simple as that. I can agree with that. Yeah, we may not know what the explanation is yet, or maybe have the wrong grasp on something. But like, I feel like there is an explanation for everything, somehow. I don't some know, way. bro.
1: I've I've seen a lot of maybe not, maybe not things myself, and I am not schizophrenic or not have seizures or anything like that.
0: Well, it's because you're not schizophrenic and you don't have seizures. I 100% that mean, I don't know what you mean.
1: That I just think that there's other dimensions that sometimes interact with ours
0: when they like line up or something. And
1: You mean like, I, I like think a, a parallel lot of
0: dimension it, in a way or
1: like a yeah, alternate? Uh, man, I don't know. Shit. If I had that figured out, I'd probably be a rich man. Yeah, true. Let me know. I just think, I just think that there, I don't know. I think that sometimes a lot of the paranormal stuff we see uh, is maybe not exactly what we think it is. Like, yeah. Like I, I don't deny that there's something there and that things happen. I just don't think we exactly can comprehend
0: that. Maybe we should do we should do an episode about like random theories, like the like multi dimension theories, mul- like Oh yeah, I wonder yeah. how we could tie that into. I can I can go on and on. Maybe, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's let's do that. We'll write that down. People
1: out here will all think I'm some kind of weirdo though.
0: Whoever our assistant is, write that down. Okay. Okay. Where was I? Lost my place. Okay. So her epilepsy. We. This is stuff we kind of went through. I was kind of doing like a timeline. So it's like her epilepsy turned into schizophrenia while she was praying. She began to have hallucinations. She began to hear voices telling her that she was damned and she that she would rot in hell. And this is like while she's praying. So that's super scary. Oh, that poor girl. She began seeing devil faces at random, just like in different places. She would see the face of the devil kind of like, so it's like a hidden Mickey, but the devil. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> refer back to last episode. Um, psychiatric treatment, medications, nothing was working. Depression worsens. She went with a friend to, um, I don't know how to say this, son, demonio or De- Damiano De- demonio is what I'm guessing is way more right. Um, the family friend regularly organizes Christian pilgrimages, and she went on Anna went on uh, Annalise I keep saying Anna um, Annalise went on a pilgrimage, which I guess is essentially a mission trip with um, this family friend who is not named um. But the, the family friend comes back and talks to her family and other people and says that she thinks that Anna is suffering from, quote, demon possession because she couldn't walk past a crucifix and refused to drink water from the Holy Spring. So apparently there was some kind of Holy Spring at this temple in this place that they went to um, that she refused to drink the water. She wouldn't go.
1: Yeah, that sounds it. like a lot of. That sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. It sounds like a teenager
0: trying to be rebellious and it just went too far.
1: Even if demons were real, ride with me here for a sec. Okay. okay. Demons are real and they are religious and they are like and my god, I don't think they would actually be afraid of a cru- crucifix. It's just like a piece of wood or metal on the wall. Yeah. Like that I don't <sighs>
0: I don't think, but it's the, I the symbolism I think be behind either. it is what's supposed to be powerful. I don't know. If I saw somebody acting like they were scared of a crucifix hanging on a wall, I would think that they
1: were full of shit. Apparently, that's
0: the first sign of a of a demonic possession. But we'll get into that later. I have like the few different signs of demonic possessions, which she displays yeah, all that's of not them, like some Salem witch hunt shit. Um, but I actually wanted, before we moved on, I wanted to read a quote f- about the Holy Spring. It was actually Father Alt, which we will get into. We haven't even got to the father and the bishop who ruined her life, essentially. Um, but this actually came from Father Alt, who was the priest who did all of her exorcisms. He said, quote, Annalise told me, and Frau Hein confirmed this, that she was unable to enter the shrine. So when when um, when she was going on this, christian pilgrimage um she approached it with the greatest hesitation then said the the soil burned like fire and she simply could not stand it she then walked around the shrine in a wide arc and tried to approach it from the back she looked at the people who were kneeling in the area surrounding the little garden and it seemed to her that, that while praying they were gnashing their teeth she got as far as to the edge of the little garden then she had to turn back Coming from the front again, she had to avert her ga- her excuse me her glance from the picture of Christ in the chapel of the house uh, She made it several times to the garden, but could not get past it. She also noted that she could no longer look at medals or pictures of saints. they sparkled so immensely that she could not stand it. so they just like shone so brightly she couldn't even stare at them like, I feel like. Is screaming for attention and then scream too hard to the point where it just went too far. Um, you think so? Uh, that's kind of that's kind of what I gathered out of it. I just wanted to read that quote really quick before I jump. Then why didn't notes. she give? Well, okay, actually,
1: I almost answered my own question. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> no, 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 when you start getting into the actual exorcism. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So interestingly, Annalise. As well as her family, both believed that she was possessed. So it wasn't just the people around her. She believed in her heart that she yeah, was possessed. She, she willingly subjected herself to the activities or rituals of the exorcism. Yes. So they began requesting exorcism, hoping it could help in some way. Official pro- approval in the church in the Catholic Church is only given if the possession, quote unquote, possession meets a specific criteria. Um, And I didn't get like all the way into the specific Oh, so they have a checklist to to be able to get an exorcism? Like you might not be possessed enough to get an
1: exorcised?
0: Also, like she showed, because she showed like the intense dislike for the like religious objects, apparently that's like one of the first signs of a demonic possession. Right. Um, So that kind of, I think that was the thing that they were like, she might be possessed. Like we need to check this out. I'll get let's, into go now. Get
1: in, let's go ahead and get into the exorcism. What, what? Like what? So her parents and her and her pastor or whatever the proper term is. priests. Everybody thought she was possessed. So at what point did they all agree? Okay, let's do an exorcism.
0: So that began in 1975 and she actually passed passed away in 1976. So she passed away after like a year of torture, basically a year of torture. Like I said earlier, it's 67 exorcisms. She had basically one or two each week up to four hours each time. So they would like, I'm pretty sure they'd have her like strapped down to the bed, like doing all these crazy different rituals. I was trying to figure out yeah, what the theater. rituals were, but I couldn't, I couldn't quite figure that out. um, She refused, like, well, she refused to eat, like, on her own towards the end.
1: So, it is to my understanding, there is a certain level of secrecy
0: about those rituals. Yeah, well, they they actually have, like, books and stuff written about them, so I don't know exactly how secret it is, but I'm sure certain parts of it are secret, and they're certainly supposed to be done in secret, which, obviously, in this case, that didn't quite happen. Like, it didn't stay a secret. Um, Why are they supposed to be
2: done in secret? I think you want like my
0: honest. I think for them, it's probably they just want to respect the family and all that stuff. I think it's because the Catholic Church knows it's bullshit and they don't want it actually being out there. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Okay, or maybe they don't want to glorify the devil. Or maybe that too.
0: Maybe that's I I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you though. I I so I I don't exactly know really how to answer that question. Right. But she um yeah they they she started fasting and then they would starve her, keep food from her and it was it was like you said it like in the movie it was one priest, correct? Yes. So correct. in the actual story there are two. So there is priest Ernest Alt and then there is lost the name, where did it go. Bishop Yosef. Goal. I definitely said that wrong. So sorry. Actually, not sorry. Killed a girl.
2: Um,
1: sorry, I'm getting tired, guys. <laughs> did they have any doctors or medical personnel on hand with them during this ritual?
0: Um, so they did at the beginning. But towards towards the end, they requested that the doctors leave and they solely relied on the exorcism which is nuts dude. who requested the family did their parents oh that's horrible yeah yeah. so the parents believed that the exorcisms could do better than any like medication or any doctor and like even Annalise herself was like she kept talking that she needed to die for the atones of the wayward youth of the day and it's like that's wild. Like she, she felt like she needed to die for some reason. Like she was meant to, because I guess because the demons were telling her and like her schizophrenia was telling her that. So that's what she truly believed because her family was going along with it and doing all these exorcisms and all this crazy stuff. So it's like that poor girl. I mean, she, she died at the age of 23, dude. Like to me, younger than both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's That's already four years ago. It's like, imagine, like I can't yeah. even imagine your, your life. Nobody deserves to have their life snuffed out like that, especially in this kind of way. Like, um, yeah, so 23 years old. She died from malnutrition and dehydration and... Because well, no, would eat her dream. And emaciation, which if you don't know what emaciation is, it's essentially extreme weight loss due to like the loss of the fat and muscle throughout the body. So it's a, you just don't get enough nutrients to be able to feed like, the fat and muscle in your body. She so you weighed... Protein, protein. This girl weighed 68 pounds. 68. How much? 68 pounds. 68 is in 68. Like 68, like single digit or double digit. Oh my god isn't that wild so she was yes. just literally skin and bones and we'll post some of those pictures i don't want to post too many of them because they actually get really really graphic um i want to post some before yeah. like of before and like we'll post maybe one or two but like you can look up the and pictures I, yourself i don't
1: want to disrespect annalise either i feel like she's just a victim of illness that was misdiagnosed
0: major. Yeah. Major mental illness that could have been dealt with in a different way. And it was not, um, poor girl. Yeah. I mean, the world's come, come far and it's still got a long ways to go. I mean, we're working on it. And she, I mean, she even was reported to have gotten pneumonia before she died, which I mean, would make sense, especially if your body's so weak and, braille, and you can't even fight for yourself. She was unable to move without assistance. Both of her knees ended up bro- breaking due to continuous this genuine fluxions. I don't know what that is. The act of Are bending you? a knee to the ground is distinct which, oh, she literally broke her knees from praying. Jesus. What? Okay, that's this kind of a fact that I, I added on. Like I, just <laughs>
1: oh, that was in the movie actually. They had like, in between
0: like, my notes and my and Wikipedia, so I am kind of going back and forth. So like that was one that I actually missed. I didn't read that.
1: That's nuts. That uh, there was like a scene. They didn't make a real big deal about it, but there is a scene about that in the movie. But it, they depicted it as like uh, like one of her fits of possession she like got down and was mocking prayer like while talking with a demon voice or whatever and then she just kept getting up and like slamming herself down but like not in a normal fashion (laughs) like there's no way i would be able to do what they were doing yeah like uh like so like imagine being on your knees like praying like the typical
0: image of praying i wouldn't know anything about being on my knees sorry and
2: then <laughs> <whatever>.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I should leave uh, that one or not. <laughs>
2: uh, fuck it, fuck it. Our, it's our
1: podcast. <laughs> but uh, fuck, I don't remember. But yeah, they just made it. There, there was a quick scene about her breaking her knees from
0: that's crazy. Prayer. So, well, I mean, it, uh, according to this, she just had broken kneecaps from just continuous prayer. So, like, constantly up and down, like, I don't know. I mean, they
1: didn't even keep her name the same in the movie, so I'm not claiming that it's back.
0: Yeah, that's
2: true.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, you can find all these, like, there are, uh, I don't know if there are videos, there are audio recordings and all these stuff, and they are scary, because I was like, I was half considering playing some of them, (laughs) just to kind of like, really get into the story, and then I went to like, listen to some of them, and, I just couldn't. I'm like, I can't, I can't succumb other people. <laughs> if you want if you want to listen to it yourself, just Google or look it up on YouTube. Anything uh, Annalise Michelle, exorcism of Annalise Michelle. And it's M I C H E L actually. And um, it is. Nuts, Bro, so I can nuts. go
1: listen to like her like the actual audio recordings
0: of and it's, that. And it's like her doing this scare that scary, scary voice. Like I was talking about, like that Whoa, it's possible. I'm probably not she's... gonna do it
1: because I don't want to catch a demon from well, it. Well don't so. do it tonight
0: at least. Like right before you go to bed. <laughs> I catch a demon. It's
2: like it's like the flu, I think. I think that's how it works. So
1: Let's talk about her death. She died of malnutrition. Yeah. And all those other things you just named off.
0: Yeah, so it was malnutrition. At what point did they. Was there an arrest
1: made? Because. Is it like the movie at all? Like, was there anyone actually arrested?
0: So there are actually. Instead of one person being arrested, there were four. So after she died, they had a. They had like a full. Dude, I'm like losing my words. It's getting late here. Sorry, guys. They had a full trial. There it is. There's the word. <laughs> and it was actually four people. So bishop, the bishop, the priest, and both parents actually. So I think they left that out of the movie. Ooh, so for, they charged
1: the parents with neglect or whatever? Yes.
0: Oh, so they got charged for manslaughter resulting from negligence, and they were only sentenced to six months in jail. These four people... Both parents. These four people tortured no, this four. girl for 10 months, 10 months to a year. And they only got sentenced for six months. So they spent okay. half now, a year for what they right tortured right. this little girl for. Like basically they tortured this girl for double and only had to do half of what they inflicted on somebody else. And they just sit in jail rather than being starved, strapped to so a table. It doesn't seem them, fair.
1: All four of them had the same charge and got the same sentence.
0: Six months and then three years of probation.
1: Okay. Do you think that these individuals... Let's start with the parents. Before we get to um, the religious figures of the household, Let's, let's start with the parents, mom and dad. Do you think mom and dad are evil people? Do you think they are malicious, that they wanted to kill their daughter?
0: I don't know if they wanted to kill their daughter...
1: Or but do you th- think that they're just, they're just the only thing that they could be accused of is blindly following their faith more than what
0: common sense would tell them? I think, yeah, I think that would be the case. I think they really, really, really believed it. Yeah, there there needs to come they, a point were, where you not, draw a line. I agree with you, but
1: my, my opinion of this is that the parents, Yes, they are guilty of neglecting their daughter. They are neglected. They're guilty of like not having any fucking common sense to just see like, right. dude, she needs some medical attention. We need an IV or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but like, like they, something. Man,
0: but but they the, like they, you know, they gave up. Faith, but the doctors. I don't
1: think that they're necessarily evil people. I don't think that they were like trying to murder their daughter. I think, I think that they were just and
0: blind. Yes.
1: Yes. But so I don't think they're necessarily malicious or anything. I just think like damn homie you should have thought that through.
2: <laughs>
1: like man. it sucks. Like it's really shitty, but I I don't it's not like they had like a knife and was stabbing their daughter to death, you know.
0: But essentially they did, but very slowly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I because mean, they blindly followed their faith without using I mean, if they believe in God, they didn't use the brain that the God they believe in gave them.
0: To me, they didn't. How do you love somebody and then do something like that?
1: Because in their minds and in their heart of hearts, they thought that they were doing what was best for her and what was right. Because they looked to their pastor or priest or whatever the term is, they looked to, to that figure as someone who is a shepherd in their life that is meant to guide them in the toughest of times. And what fucking could be tougher than this situation right here? So these people who are in a, probably a weak mental state themselves Mm -hmm. dealing with this with their daughters
0: have probably haven't slept. They probably haven't done anything. I mean,
1: these parents who just want their daughter to be better turn to the only thing that they know at their core and that's their faith. Now, let's talk about the, the priests that were involved, only these two. But do you think they are evil men?
2: My first instinct would be to say yes. But. In some fashion,
0: right? Because, because okay, just a, I don't understand, I don't. I just don't. <laughs> we grew, I mean, we grew up religious, but we didn't grow up Catholic. And I know Catholicism has a lot of rituals and rites, and they do things in a certain way, so it's very different than what we were raised as. But Yeah, like, I,
1: don't, I don't know anything about the Catholic Church at all. I cannot even begin to speak
0: on it. So I find it hard to wrap, like I, like I said, even for the parents, I find it hard to wrap my brain around starving a child or not even a child, 18, 20 year olds old, whatever. They're still, they're still young. They still have a full life. They're still a kid. Like, I don't understand that mental capacity to be able to even push through doing something like that. Whether the person is screaming, doing weird voices, it doesn't make sense in my head.
1: Right. So, like if you I, see a person who clearly needs nourishment,
0: give really, them what they need.
1: If they're in a mental state where they won't eat or drink themselves, then like, yeah, man, you need a, that individual needs to be restrained, but they need medical attention. Like right. if they're to the point of harming others or harming themselves, I'm not necessarily thinking that because she was restrained, uh, where that's not necessarily torture. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes that's, that's protection as much as anything, but like, dude, a doctor would have hooked up an IV and kept that girl from dying. I feel like that's all it would have taken. Like if they wanted to continue, you know, if, if the parents felt as though uh, this religious rite or this religious um, ritual was helping, and what's what they, yeah. wrong with getting the medical attention as well? You're right.
0: Like, that way they could have... Proceed with what
1: your faith tells you to mm-hmm. do because you're not hurting anybody doing that. Now, if they were like beating her and this kind of thing, no. Well, especially no. she
0: was into it herself. She believed these things, she believed they would help. But like, so there was a point she got to, she wanted to die. She was in such poor physical health. Fasting should have been
1: a negative right. whatsoever. Right. But like, she needed to Even as a sort. priest, as a professional, if the parents were too ignorant to see it, as a professional individual, like, this is your job. You deal with these sort of situations all the time. So you see this individual is extremely malnourished. That, that doesn't have anything to do with a demon or mm-hmm. your beliefs or your faith. Get medical attention. If they yeah. had that girl on an IV with the proper nourishment and hydration that she needed, she probably wouldn't have
0: died. no. And she might have been able to get and through some is, of her mental... They could
1: have still done all their rituals.
0: Yeah, she might have been able to get through some of her mental anguish and some of her mental dealings. Like, honestly, if she would have had the proper life and the proper nutrition and the proper everything, she might have had a chance to figure some things out. I mean, yeah, medication wasn't where it is today at that time, but like she might have at least been able to figure There's, it out.
1: And even even if you want somebody, because I know some medical professionals may have been in uh, disagreements with the clergyman. You know they could have, mm-hmm. uh, but it has find a nurse or a like at home doctor or whatever that is of the same faith as you are and that is on board for whatever this ritual is. They understand it, but they're there to make sure that that person's not going to die from
0: it. Yeah, I mean that makes like, sense. They 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 had that the doctor aid during the and they. Denied it after that's a while. What blows my mind. So it's—I like, mean, they. Mind. So in a way, I guess I do believe they are all evil because they—they they saw the malnutrition, they saw what was happening, and they still just cut. They cut off I that rifle. Around about this whole thing, it's—I mean, so yeah, I guess in a way that they—they they are evil because they made that conscious decision.
1: Right. I mean. You know she was turning away food
0: and drink as well,
1: but like I said, yeah, but Linkainer once you're so starve, you're not,
0: you're not gonna be eating much anyway, it's gonna be hard for you to eat, I mean, oh yeah, so, so who knows what her body was going through anyway so but I just I can't imagine we need to wrap up soon,
1: yeah, we do, and I'm not, and like I said, nothing in this episode there's nothing malicious towards the Catholic church oh, hell no. or towards your ideas of if you think God and angels and demons are real, you know what? I'm not entirely sold that they are. Or they aren't. So but
0: more power to you. everybody. You to everybody needs to believe. believe exactly. Everybody needs to believe exactly what they need to believe. that gets them through life. And
1: I respect you for whatever you
0: believe. I don't hate anybody. I like hearing all believe. the different beliefs. Like, I've been doing a bunch of reading about Wicca and witchcraft. Like I originally wanted to do a story on Salem and I've just caught myself just reading all about Wicca because I think it's interesting. (laughs) So it's like, I mean, there's all kinds of, all kinds of different views in the world. It's fascinating and fun. And it's all it is, man.
1: It's just different perspectives on similar events.
0: Exactly. Different perspective, just with respect for each other. Let's always keep that in mind. Um, But yeah, I'm getting tired. But if you need medical attention,
1: get medical attention. Please. Like, seek out your, uh, you know, whatever you, your faith tells you that you need to do in those times of crisis, do that as well. If it is good and beneficial for you, but don't ignore medical attention. Oh my goodness.
0: Never ignore medical attention and never ignore the things that go on in your brain. If you need to talk to somebody, don't. just always reach out, always do it. I'm going to do it one more time. one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. 273 8255 If you need to talk to somebody... Talk to them. Do it. Do Don't
1: what you need your to faith do. In the way of your
0: brain, absolutely. Your common sense.
1: Uh,
0: um, we are going to wrap up because I'm starting to go mentally insane. I'm getting tired. Got to wake up super early tomorrow, and it's already nine o'clock, which is late for me.
1: <laughs> we love you guys. We love and you so much. We hope to hear from you. Tell us what you think of this episode. Yeah, the MP Cast on. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hit us
0: up. Let us know Love what you guys. think. I tried to do a little more research this time, so if, if you like the, way, the little storytelling aspect that we had this time, let us know. It was fun to do. But um, Other than that, have a great week. Such is
2: life. Such is life. <laughs> Bye, guys.